Game of Stones, everybody. I am Sean Graham. Scott, alongside as always. Hello, Scott. Sean, I'm really glad I'm not the editor of this uh, episode, unless I, I am and I don't know it yet. <laughs> but you just uh, made a huge banging noise right there at the start of our recording, and yep. uh, I guess it's not that hard to cut out one little banging sound. But uh, you tell me. You gotta get psyched, man. I was banging the tail. Get psyched, you know, a little like let's let let you know, just a little bit of that. Like let's get going, because uh, yep. I'm very excited for this episode. Doing something a little different this week. We went out into the world. Normally, Scott, we stay very isolated and protected here in our respective home studios. You over there in the west part of Ottawa, me here downtown. But we ventured out into the big world of south ottawa we really really ventured far for this week's episode to address something that i've thought for a long time that curling and golf really go together well a lot of people who curl also golf certainly the same is true of hockey that a lot of people who play hockey golf as well and part of it i think is the seasonality certainly that curling for the most part, at least in Canada, is an exclusively winter activity. And summer, again, in Canada, an exclusively summer activity. So those things go together. And in the shoulder seasons, usually it's the retired folks who will come in for a night game at the curling club and talk about how they played golf that afternoon and are now here to curl. Mm -hmm. But Scott, I think there are other similarities between the sport that – I thought, well, let's go play. Yeah. Let's see. Let's sort of test some of these theories. But is this something that you have thought in the past that the two sports, not uh, again, let's take the seasonality out of it, but that the two sports kind of go together in a really interesting way? They do go together in, in an interesting way. I would say the one difference that's pretty glaring is that you know, curling is a team sport, yeah. vice, an individual sport, right? So, uh, I think that's the big difference is that when you're on the golf course, you're usually just playing for you and for your own game. Of course, there are variations uh, where where team aspects come into it, which is great. But yeah, when you're thinking about making a shot, doing your shot routine, sort of the the kinds of shots that you play in golf are similar. Like you have different shots that you'd play in curling. So yeah, we uh, we went out for a nice walk uh, yep. and and got into it. Yeah. So before we get into what we did on the course, because we'll take you out with us, we recorded while we were out there. Scott, how do you think of yourself as a golfer? How would you describe your game? I would describe it as inconsistent. Mm, okay. I, I think there's flashes of brilliance. Yeah. But otherwise, pretty mediocre. I, I have some some strong parts to my game and some weak parts to my game. But honestly, sometimes they switch. Like some night, sometimes I'm really good at uh, driving and really terrible at chipping. And sometimes I chip one in, and other time, and my drive slices into the woods. Right. <laughs> so it really depends on the day and depends on 
the point in the round even sure so inconsistent is how i would describe my game what about your game sean i i think i'm pretty consistent uh, i think i'm a pretty good normally a pretty good driver of the ball my iron play can be hit and miss here and there chipping is probably the weakest part of my game and i can usually two putt obviously some three putts i don't yeah. one putt much but uh, i think i'm pretty consistent my goal is to bogey each hole that's kind of the goal you know if i can get it up around the green and two chip on two putts uh, that's yep. kind of what i'm going for if i can get it on the green and two putt obviously that's great or hell birdie here or there is always fun but yeah i i think i, I tend to be a bogey golfer so my target score assuming a par 72 which uh, most courses around here are a par 72 mm-hmm. if i can break 90 i feel good so that's kind of my goal when I go out. But uh, yeah, do you have a target score that you're aiming for when you step onto that first tee? I, I'm aiming for under 100. So okay. 90 would be great. I think I've shot 88 a couple of times, but like usually around 90 is where I end up, 90 to 100. Okay. Uh, but under 100 is my goal. Yeah, and I, I think my low score is 80. That I ever shot on a, on a par 72. I shot like a 77 once, but it was on a par like 66 or something. Like it was really weird. But hmm. so I don't really count it. But on a par 72, it was an 80. And I feel like I should have broke 80 that day. Lest a terrible break, but we won't get into that. So compared to curling, are you a better golfer or curling? Where do you have more confidence? Uh, in curling for me. Yeah, I, I think you? me too, actually. Yeah, probably the same. A little more confidence. I think it's probably just because we do it more. Right? This is I don't yeah. play golf all that much. In part, I don't have a car, so getting out to a course is difficult for me. And mm-hmm. curling, I do it twice a week in the wintertime. So just uh, on balance of, of what I do more often. So what we did, we went down to Falcon Ridge Golf Course. Not a paid ad. I just like it. So we went down and played in the evening and we just go through the round and and test some of the theories. So we'll take you with us. We recorded while we were out there and this course is really interestingly structured. The front nine is kind of wide open. Second nine, really tight shots that you can't hit full driver on on some of the tee shots. So it turns from pretty average difficulty to very difficult uh in the back nine so it it gives you a wide variety of shots so i really like it and the price point is pretty good if you're playing in the late afternoon so we went down to falcon ridge and here we are as we get set for the opening hole all right so uh just walking to the first tee and uh wondering scott compare your warm-up for curling to golf like how much what's the difference in terms of when you get to the club versus when you get to the course and how do you like to to get yourself ready to play well sean we got to the course about 15 minutes before our tee time today so maybe not the best example but for curling i like to get there uh, about 30 minutes before i do a bit more involved stretching with curling just because of the muscles i use so uh for golf though just grip it and rip it man no no sense who cares you know warm yourself up sure you can but uh i find for curling it's much more important yeah i find too the what i like to warm up is different so 
before a curling match, I like to kind of get the legs going a bit more. You know, like do some leg raises or really just get the knees mostly going, like yeah. get them feeling good. Whereas here I focus a little more on loosen up the core, try to get the back loose as much Front as I rotation. can. Yeah, you know, as Tiger says, you gotta be prepared to activate those glutes. Yeah. So try to get that going. So Scott, how do you compare two now that we're walking to that first tee, as I said? The first tee shot versus that first shot when you are curling, because it can be a lot of different things. Lead, you're probably throwing a guard. Yeah. You skip, could be a hit, could be a draw, you never quite know. But typically, golf, you're gonna be grabbing that driver on most courses yeah. and getting it uh, getting it ripped. So how does that perhaps change things, that initial moment of the activity? Well, since you know better what you're doing right away, then it's easier to prepare your mindset, right, for that first shot. And uh, I don't know, I just, I really like getting out that driver and hitting it hard, that first one. So when, when it's curling though, you're right, it could be anything, so you have to be a bit more prepared. Yeah, it makes it a little bit harder. So uh, here we are, we're at the tee, and uh, let's get it going. Too good. Through the fairway. Crushed it. Yeah. Nope. Damn. Well, we both hit trees, but uh, mine's about 200 yards further. <laughs> Maybe we should have uh, hit some balls. <laughs> A lesson for warm-up. Yeah. Hit, that's, hit balls next time. That's why I say, like, uh, first end doesn't count. Exactly. Same thing. All right, so we've played uh, five holes here. How would you describe it so far, Scott? Well, it's a lot harder than I thought it would be, yeah. uh, to be honest, but uh, overall pretty good. Uh, I've been feeling the big clubs, but the short game is uh, what's letting me down today. And uh, so in many ways, that's like I'm able to make those easy hits. Yeah. But uh, my draw weight is letting me down. Yeah. Let me throw a theory at you here that I've been thinking about since we started, that the driver is like throwing a peel or normal hit a lot of iron shots or long irons or your control weight maybe an upboard yeah. and then you're chipping there's your little taps your little like back line hack waders and then putting is like drawing because you gotta read the line maybe a little bit more like that what do you think of that theory yeah that all really tracks uh it's exactly what i was thinking too that the, the putting is your draw weight, and you know what they say, like a, a really good golfer, if you can't putt, you can't win. It's the same for a skip, you can't draw, you can't win. Exactly, and uh, thus far, I've been okay-ish uh, putting. I've been pretty consistent. Parred the first one, bogeys, everything else. Uh, just got to be a little better on the irons for me so far. I think uh, tee shot's been okay. Just got a few irons, got to get them close. So let's uh, see how we do here. All right, so like in golf or like in curling, there are like pivot points, shots that you can remember. So I have a putt here for a par that if I make it, I think I'll feel really good. If I miss it, I will be devastated. Similar to, you know, when you have like that dropper at third point, like I'm okay with a bogey here, but if I make it, I'll feel a lot better. So like if you score two, you feel good, but a dropper three is even better. So that's what this is like. Scott almost made a putt here from 35 feet. Let's see what I can do. He stands over his shot. 
winds it up, smacks a bug. Turn, turn, turn. Come on. Oh, come on. Oh, devastating. Sean, that's like coming up a uh, foot light on your draw for three, hey? Yeah, just uh, four sweeping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get, us together. Sweep. Get us together, front end. <laughs> All right, so we just uh, got to the turn, played nine. Uh, I'm feeling okay. Yeah, I'm six over par, which for me is, is very good. Uh, Scott, what, what are you at? Um, more than that, okay. But uh, honestly, just a couple of blow-up holes. Otherwise, pretty good. Uh, probably... I have a one seven and one eight. Other than that, four, five, sixes. So, yeah. okay. So, I guess that's all the numbers. But yeah. <laughs> so in in currently not at the rec level, but at the pro level, you have the fifth end break. Cur at the golf, you have the halfway house. Uh, it's closed here because we're playing late. Which do you prefer, Scott? Fifth end break, the turn halfway house. I prefer the turn halfway house. Uh, it's a chance to, to catch your breath get uh, your food situation in order, you know, score uh, your stuff. I feel like the fifth end break, you don't even really need it. Like, can we just keep going? Uh, it doesn't It doesn't serve as much a purpose. Now, maybe the pro players would tell me different, but uh, it seems like if you got the momentum, you just want to go. Yeah, we got to get those snacks. Yeah, yeah, the fruits and... Yeah, the nuts and sitting on the, the carpet, have your little team meeting. But, uh, but yeah, there is a certain commonality in that so always a good chance to reset so let's see what we can do here on the back half let's go all right so scott uh, before we go back to the course let's jump back here uh, post round at the turn after the ninth hole so we were playing with a couple other guys for the front nine uh, john and luke uh, two really good guys uh, really enjoyed their company along for the ride there for the front nine how would you sum up that front nine? How, how did you feel like you were playing? So, so for me, uh, I felt like I was playing generally pretty well. My drives were uh, great. I was crushing it. Uh, I was hitting like between 225 and 250 off yeah. the tee, which for a guy that plays a couple times a year is pretty good. After that, not so great. So, <laughs> so yeah, like but I had a lot of confidence from the tee shots that everything was going well. And I, I just had like a couple of blow ups, but I, I hit four fairways off the tee and was hitting it far. So yeah. I was feeling like pretty good about the round at that point. You? Yeah, I was feeling pretty good as well. I had made a few pars there. Uh, so I pretty sure you were keeping the score. I, I tend to just keep it in my head. And if someone else is keeping score, I'll tell them what I shot just as like a backup in case it goes wrong. So I think I shot 41 on a par 36. So I think I was five over par on that front nine. And I was feeling pretty good, I have to say. I, I thought things were going well. And my driving was somewhat erratic, but the, sh the shape of the shots was different from what I used to, but pretty consistent. Yeah, so pretty I felt consistent felt pretty good about that and I, I felt going to the back nine that okay I think I know where the ball is going so even though as we said off the top the course gets very tight in the second nine I thought I'd be like okay I, I know where it's going and I can I can manage this that's kind of how I felt yeah yeah you you shot 42 Sean on the front okay, 42 uh, six oh. one one uh no all all bogeys and pars 
Yeah, so six bogeys, three pars. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. What did you shoot there, Scott? So I thought I had shot better than this at the time because I didn't add it up. But uh, I shot 50, which was pretty crazy. I had had two sevens and an eight. But otherwise, the rest were fives and fours. (laughs) Right. So that's what gets you. Yeah. 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 So the, a couple of bad blow ups, uh, especially the first hole, I, I crushed the ball right down the middle of the fairway. And then I think it took me three to get to the hole <laughs> chipped one over. So not great, but you know, things got better as it went on and, uh, ended up with 50, but I'm trying to break a hundred. So there's still hope. There is still hope. So that's where we sat after nine. Let's see what happened on the back half. All right, so one of the things we talk about a lot, Scott, curling, it's a pre-shot routine. And everyone has one. Some people's are way too long. Uh, but certainly in golf, it's the same. So what is your pre-shot routine, and how does it compare to your curling pre-shot routine? I think they're pretty similar, Sean. I tend to not have much of one because I'm very conscious of uh, playing quickly, as we talk about with curling. And so when it comes to golf, I'm going to get up, address the ball, maybe one or two practice swings, and then let's go. Uh, Just hit it, move on to the next. Uh, Ready golf, that's my motto. Yeah, I'm the same. A couple quick uh, practice swings and uh, just get up and and hit it. But one of the things within that, and certainly we talk about it at curling a lot, you want to know what the shot is. So if it's a draw, you say, well, you got to get at least piece of the eight footer or whatever it is so do you think about that in golf too where you say all right like on this one say on a tee shot all right i want to aim here i want to fade it here draw or like i tend to be fading today or i tend to be drawing today i'm gonna line up this way do you think about the shot in the same way yeah definitely uh it's it's mostly based on how i'm playing that day rather than what my skills are uh because they're not the same so yeah i'm thinking about uh okay if i tend to be uh fading it today do i tend to be drawing it what's where am i going to aim most of the time it's let's just try to aim it down the middle and hit it straight yeah uh see what happens yeah but yeah and and today i've been pushing a lot of my irons right so then i set up a bit left and then i actually hit a good one and it went way left so right you know, uh, but yeah, I think about the shot before I hit it. Yeah, uh, so do I. You, you look out, you try to figure out what the shot is. So we will here. We are now in the 14th hole, and we will uh, describe what we're thinking. This is a par three. Looks like I don't know 130 yards. Yeah, it's about uh, 140. Okay. 140, 150. All right. So uh, we'll go through. Let's uh, describe what we're going to do here. I think. 140, I'm gonna hit a eight iron. I tend to hit my irons really high. So I don't tend to hit them very far. So I'm gonna hit an eight iron, what are you gonna hit? Yeah, I was thinking eight iron for myself as well. Uh, There's a little bit of uh, some, like a burn maybe in front of the tee. So we'll definitely have to get it over that. But then there's a second one about a hundred yards out that we'll have to get over to get to the green. Yeah, and there's no space long either. So it looks like there's a bit of a, like after that burn, there's some space to land short, but really not much space to land long and nothing left or right either. Yeah, so I'd definitely rather underclub than uh, than overclub this one and hit it past. Yeah, so I'll go first. Not that I've earned the honor, but uh, 
Yeah, I'm just going to try to aim right at the flag, maybe a little right of the flag. The, the pin's on the left side of the green. Let's see if I can aim it just to the right of the flag, hopefully land it nice and soft. Ooh, hit it a little left of the flag, so pulled it a bit off the toe, but uh, maybe just a hair short, looks like. But I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, your line was good, just a little light. Hopefully it got over that uh, rough stuff. Yeah. Heading to the right, it's straight, so and right seems But it's okay, there's a bit of space there to land it. It's the same thing I've been doing all day, pushing that iron right. Yeah, so uh, neither are gray here. The uh, green was never in uh, trouble. Never. All right, so we're on 15, and we've played some holes that's uh, a little tight, not a lot of space, uh, very tree-lined holes. And uh, Scott, one of the things I've realized with that is, yes, at curling, you bring your own equipment, but there's also equipment provided. And in the course of my curling career, I've never lost a stone. Me neither, Sean, <laughs> but I sure lost a few balls here today. Yeah, so, you know, in curling, when the stone goes out of play, you just grab it and put it to the back of the boards. Here, when a ball's out of play, it's, uh, it's gone. It's gone, and you gotta fish into your bag for another one. And uh, hopefully you find as many as you lose along the way. You know, that sort of evens out the karma of golf. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it sucks when you can't find it. Yeah, for a while today we were plus. Yes. But uh, now, not, 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 not. So uh, yeah, just another little difference there between the two sports. And well, let's see if we let's see if we can fix this. Start hitting them straight again. Yeah, it's a little more open these last couple holes. Yeah. So uh, we've been hitting them straight. Yours was straight the last one, so yeah. we'll keep that going. Let's do it. So so far in this round, it's been very hot for a while. Bright, sunny. Then the clouds came in cool a lot of wind that was brief and then it's kind of settled into a pleasant evening so scott it kind of speaks to the conditions you can get at golf certainly conditions matter in curling if it's really humid outside it can change the ice uh, similarly if it's very dry outside it can change the ice a little bit but certainly in golf uh, a little different when we're talking about conditions yeah absolutely it's something that for me i really like more about curling uh it's very predictable what i'm gonna wear to curling uh it doesn't change too often week to week you know uh i got the same pants maybe a different shirt different sweater but it's uh, some combination of that whereas today my goodness like at the beginning of the round it was super muggy uh really sunny and hot sweating a lot and then, like you say, it cooled off. Might have been nice to have some long sleeves. And now with the bugs have come out uh, as it's twilight. They're eating me alive, Sean. It's uh, really terrible. So, and, and the other thing is, if you play during the day, it's sunny and hot. Yeah, I gotta wear all that sunscreen. Uh, I don't have a lot of natural protection in that area. So, yeah, yeah, I, I'll take the controlled climate of the curling rink over the golf course. 
Yes, uh, I agree. It's uh, much more pleasant when you know exactly what to expect. You know how to dress. Uh, it's, it's easier in that regard. And yeah, no bugs. Uh, no sand in the curling club either, uh, unless something has gone horribly, horribly wrong. So uh, we have three holes left to go. Uh, the back nine has not been very good uh, compared to the front nine, but as with the curling, always want to finish strong. Finish with a make, and uh, so that uh, you can get to the bar and uh, enjoy yourself. Uh, so last hole coming up here, it's the 18th. Uh, losing light, it's actually 9.15 here in the nation's capital. Uh, beautiful thing about this time of year, 9.15, still just enough light to see for one hole. It's got, uh, not going so great here on the back nine. And uh, in curling, when it's not going so great, you just shake hands and uh, give it up. And I guess you could just walk off the course, but uh, you're really far away from the clubhouse in some places, like this course. So you kind of got to see it through. Yeah, we gotta finish it out because you're right. We have to walk this way anyway. We might as well hit some balls while we're doing it. Oh man, this is another long one. Big so uh, big par four. Let's get the sticks out and uh, grip and rip. Let's do it. Uh, rule is on the last one. Hit till you're happy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, go in, go in, go in. Yeah! Ah, boy, Scotty. Chip in. Chip in for a birdie? Par. Par? Oh boy. Well, one of the things that's the same, curling golf, and with a hearty handshake. Well played, Scotty. Enjoyed yeah, it. Bud. Well yeah. done. Well, let's get a beer. Let's do it. Cheers. Cheers. All right, so we're back in studio. Scott, uh, the back nine did not go as well as the front nine did. Despite my confidence, perhaps our confidence, that uh, we could manage the rather tight back nine, who uh, did not uh, go too well. I lost a bunch of balls, lots uh, of penalty strokes for me, and just to top it off, a lot of standing water back there, so the mosquitoes got uh, got their fill of the two of us. So the back nine was, uh, it was a tough slog there to get through. No, definitely brutal. The back nine, uh, I think it was the 10th tee that we just, you know, feeling confident with our driving. And you told me, oh, Scott, you can't hit driver. You have to hit uh, an iron because it's too narrow and your driver will go too far. You'd hit it too far. It wasn't that it was too narrow. It's that if you hit it 250 yards or 225 yards, you're in the trees because it's through the fairway. Yeah, because it's through the fairway. So, and I was not, uh, I did not hit a good one. I lost the ball anyway. Uh, yeah, it, it, it ended up being bad. On the second hole, on 11, Sean, I said, forget this. I am going to hit my driver. Yeah. And I hit it through the through, through the fairway again. Yeah, so you did. It was a bit of a longer hole, but it was just like a slight dog leg. And I, I just powered it way too far. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, yeah. It really went off the rails. I think on 14 or 15, it was a par five. That was the only hole I think I played well on the back nine. I don't think I parred it, but I hit a good tee shot. I hit a good mm-hmm. second shot. Uh, the chip was okay, uh, but just a little off the green. And, and I wasn't able to get up and in. But for the most part, it was just, uh, it was a real struggle there. So, I shot 42 on the front. I felt pretty good about being able to break 90 after that. Yeah. But 
uh, I don't think I did. No, Sean, you didn't. Uh, you ended up with 48, so 90 on the dot. Uh, you're right. You did play well on that uh, on that par five. For me, uh, the 13th hole, a, uh, a par four where I hit the fairway and the green, yeah. uh, ended up with a five <laughs> uh, thanks to a, a great three putt. Uh, that was my best hole, but overall pretty bad again. And I had 53 on the back, so 103 total. Uh, and 103 is roughly the number of mosquito bites that I found on my arms and legs today. Yeah, it was uh, really bad with the mosquitoes uh, out there at Falcon Ridge. So if you're going to play, again, I really do like the course. The middle of the day might be good because the back nine, you do get a lot of shade. Yeah. Back there, yeah. The mosquitoes aren't really out in the middle of the day. But yeah, the, the dusk was uh, a little tough to get through. But nobody else was out there. So we were able to zoom through uh, Luke and John. Did not join us for the back half. They were only scheduled to play the front nine, as John told us on the opening tee. I'm old and uh, can only play nine. So fair enough. So there you go. Uh, so, Scott, I enjoyed the day, even though the, the back half kind of went off the rails. I, I had a lot of fun. First time out this season. And I think, based on what we talked about while we are out there, that there's a lot of similarities between the two games, that there's – strategic elements to both uh, there's understanding uh, the conditions the situation you're in there's a variety mm-hmm. of shots that you have to play both soft shots and and more big shots like a lot of weight uh, so you can have max effort you can have like minimum effort but both of those go a long way yep. towards success and for as much as yes curling as you said at the start is a team game versus an individual sport to a certain extent there's a lot of individuality within curling as well, not quite to the same extent as say baseball is an individual sport within a team sport. Yeah, but to a certain extent, there, there's some individuality with curling in terms of throwing the shot and that. So, I really do think there's a lot of similarities. Again, take out the seasonality, which is obvious here in Canada. There's a, a lot that uh, a lot of qualities, a lot of processes that apply to both sports. No doubt, Sean. No doubt, uh, they they. It's a lot uh, clearer to me now after we did that exercise than uh, when you suggested this back uh, a few months ago. So, yeah, no, I I agree. I'm interested, though, to hear from the listeners. What other sports uh, do you think have some some sort of corollary with curling? How so? Because, Sean, it would be fun for you and me to go out and uh, try those sports and, and see what it's like. Yeah. So if, yeah, you want to do, I want us to do something else like this with a different sport. The only thing I will say definitively that we will not do like this is a marathon running. Yeah, no, definitely not. We're not doing that, but other sports we might do. So do let us know if, if there are other sports that you think fit in with curling that complement each other very well, we can give them a try on a future episode. And if you want to hear such episode, if it does exist, be sure to subscribe and comment like all that stuff spread word around let other people know about the show to keep us growing and of course you can always follow along with everything we got going on twitter instagram at game of stones pod facebook is game of stones podcast and you can always reach out game of stones podcast at gmail.com head on over to game of stones pod.com for all of our past episodes and a link to the merch so with that we will bid you well thank you so much for listening We'll be back with you again next week. But until then, keep those brooms on the ice. Don't dump that insert.
make the final.